check who's on the track next. Never half step like. Hello, hello, what's up, everybody? It's Ronnie B, Pro 17 Thoughtcast Live, Cali Conservative Podcast for the audio only function on YouTube, Facebook, blah, 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 blah. Okay, let's get over that stuff. We got some serious things to talk about today. I was going to do a uh, more of a cultural show today instead of like the political stuff that I normally do. But as I was reviewing some stories that I wanted to talk about, I couldn't help but get into it because the stuff needs to be discussed. And and honestly, I think it's more pertinent for your time and, and, and more beneficial if we discuss the things that I'm about to talk about instead of like Kanye and Kim Kardashian and whatever like that. So I have three things like, like usual that I'm going to talk about today. Um, I am going to delve into the uh, entertainment, entertainment realm in regard to, uh, the, the, the new daily wire movie coming out and just about how we have more conservative outlets being against Hollywood and, you know, in, in liberal leftist, crazy communist China run Hollywood, the perversion and everything that goes on there. So it's great to see daily wire that's fighting back as one of the companies. And, you know, we have shows like Yellowstone and stuff like that. So there are conservative uh, movie creator. So I'm going to talk about that at the end. But uh, the main title of this show today is, are you a domestic terrorist? Got to talk about this bulletin that came out from the Department of Homeland Security. So we're going to start with that. And then uh, secondarily, I want to talk about the sexual indoctrination of our children. Once again, it's in the news. Two separate locations, same grade. So you know this is strategic. It's almost like there's a underground psycho sex pedophile curriculum that's kind of underneath uh, the, the regular curriculum because it seems like, you know, two schools in different states in the same grade are kind of pushing the same agenda. So there's, again, you know, the Democrat Party, like I always say, are very keen at marketing. And I, I can't even really blame it all on them. But uh, whoever is in charge of running these curriculums, I guess it's the teachers' unions or what have you, they are a problem, and we're, and we're seeing that now. And uh, it's pretty disgusting, so I want to talk about that as well. So thanks for watching. Pro17.com, Cali Conservative. Please make sure you check out Pro17.com slash merch. And uh, please like the video and share it with your friends. I appreciate it. It really helps out. Okay. So the biggest question right now for anybody that's online, making online content, you need to ask yourself, are you a domestic terrorist? Because according to the Department of Homeland Security's newest bulletin, they are now going to be considering certain political point of views as domestic terrorism. If you remember back, this was a couple of months ago. I think this was in the summer or something like that. Um, they had a thing on the news talking about the new Department of Homeland Security and how they are going to crack down on that kind of stuff, the public dissent. And you also had in the news a while back, they were talking about the, the, the parents at the Loudoun County and the school boards that didn't like the curriculum that was being taught to their kids and Mallorca's wanted to list them under domestic terrorists. So parents that had concern about their school 
curriculum and the and the sexual stuff that was being taught in their schools, the CRT that was being taught in their schools. The Department of Homeland Security said that they should be labeled as domestic terrorists. This is ridiculous. So this was ridiculous back then. They they since have reneged on that claim, saying that that is not actually the truth. We're not actually doing that. There was a Senate hearing, I believe, with Rand Paul and those guys. And um, Tom Cotton, I think it was. And they kind of denied it or whatever, but I don't know what's really come from that. But but now, even more shockingly, this just came out on the 7th or the 8th, I believe. They're saying that if you have an opinion that differs from the government, that you are could be possibly labeled as a domestic terrorist. So let's pull up the article. And this this should be frightening any of you Americans. Because what are the things about the First Amendment and free speech... And one of the classical things of journalism used to be that the journalists were supposed to be the ones that were holding the powerful people in government accountable. All right. So when, when, when they would pass something or some kind of scandal or anything like that, you're supposed to have a journalist being able to print things about the government to keep them in check. So the American people could understand what's going on in Washington, DC or whatever local government establishment. And when you have people on the left and, and, and all these people out here that are brainwashed or just low information saying that when a conservative person or somebody like me and other, you know, journalistic type people that have inquisitive minds, when we say stuff like this is a communist regime now under Biden, you're like, oh, that's just a conspiracy theory, dude, you're tripping. If the Department of Homeland Security, a federal agency that's supposed to be protecting us United States citizens against like other terrorism and stuff are now turning their focus and creating groups within the organization that are specifically there to, to combat dissent against the government. That's a problem. That's communism. There's Xi Jinping. That's 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 North Korea. That's classical Russia. But you don't believe me. So let's let's bring the receipts. This isn't even from an article. This is straight up. Shout out to Noah on Instagram, man, follower, by the way. He sent me this first uh last night uh, Instagram message. So shout out to him. Uh, and I, and I read through the whole thing and I was like, Whoa, what? So here's the, the actual bulletin. You can see there's the Homeland security letterhead for February 7th national terrorism advisory system bulletin. Now I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to get into a couple of points here of, of, of the things that they're talking about. So summary it's basically all we need to really read here of terrorism threat to the U.S. homeland. The United States remains in heightened threat environment fueled by several factors, including online environment filled with false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories and other forms of mis dis and malinformation. So that's what they're doing now. It's, it's now, if you don't align up with, with them, they're going to say that it's a false online environment filled with false 
or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories. Like what? Like like ivermectin? Like what? Like the 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 stuff possibly being made somewhere else? You know? I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to get another strike. But what kind of conspiracy theories and malinform mal dis and malinformation are you talking about? You're talking about Joe Rogan? When he interviewed credentialed doctors and it didn't align with the government narrative? That's what we're talking about? Introduced and or amplified by foreign or domestic threat actors. That's kind of specific to Joe Rogan. That's kind of specific to a lot of conservative content creators. I mean, I don't got nothing to worry about, man. I don't got enough followers. But, you know, that didn't stop them from deleting my other channel. And that's what they tend to do. They, they, they attack the real big people, and then they attack the really small people. And the ones that are in the middle just get shadow banned or de-boosted. So let's go down here a little bit further. Um, these threat actors seek to exacerbate societal friction to sow discord and undermine public trust in government institutions to encourage unrest, which could potentially inspire acts of violence. So notice there's no evidence of anything ever happening here. Look, just look at the phrasing in that sentence there. So this is a communist statement here. This is what a communist government does that controls the media narrative. These threat actors seek to exacerbate social friction to sow discord and undermine public trust and in government institutions. A podcast or anybody do that. You guys have already done it on your own. Government has already undermined public trust in the government institution. And you've encouraged unrest. All we're doing is really pointing out the fact of what you guys have already done. And see, and so they're and so they're gonna go here and also say which could potentially inspire acts of violence. So it doesn't even say that, they're, that you're causing violence. It doesn't even say that there has been any violence. It says that you could potentially inspire. So you could possibly, hypothetically, maybe give somebody an idea that might possibly lead somehow one day to violence. So that's going to be their excuse to shut people down online. This is bullcrap, man. This is this is this is when you people talk about fascism and stuff like that on the left that Trump was a fascist. They don't even know the definition of fascism. Fascism. It's when private and government institutions align together for a common interest against the people. That's fascism. That is what you see with Joe Biden right now in the White House talking about Spotify, you need to deplatform Joe Rogan. That's fascism. When you got the government here, the Department of Homeland Security going against the American people and, and, and going to attack online big tech companies to further their agenda here because they don't want people undermining public trust and in government institutions. And again, you've done that. And we as Americans have the right of the First Amendment to be able to speak on these things. This isn't a communist country, man. 
You can't control what we think. You can't control what we say to each other. Okay? You guys want to use this thing of like, oh, well, it's free speech, but uh, it's a private company, so they can control whatever they want. Not according to this here. This is coming from the Department of Homeland Security. This is a federal agency to stop domestic terrorism. So just a little bit more down here. While the conditions underlying the heightened threat landscape have not significantly changed over the last year, the convergence of the following factors has increased the volatility, unpredictability, and complexity of the threat environment. Number one, the proliferation of false or misleading narratives which sow discord or undermine public trust in U.S. government institutions. And that's the one that I care about. That's the reason why I'm doing this video right now. This is the one that should be scary to anybody. Because by this premise, what they're saying here is if you post something up, a meme that goes against government narrative, or you're talking about the President Biden's ineptitude and fecklessness, you can fall under this clause here, under this provision here, number one. Because you could be proliferating false or misleading narratives which undermine the public trust in the U.S. government institutions. Now, number two and three, obviously, you, we agree with here, continued call for violence directed at U.S. critical infrastructure. Of course, we don't want violence. Number three, calls for foreign terrorist organization for attacks on the United States based on recent events. Yeah, okay. So those two and three are obvious. That's what you need the Department of Homeland Security for. Those are obvious functions of what they should be doing, right? But not number one. Because you guys, you guys, and these fact checkers that proved over time to be false and saying that they were just opinion pieces. And anytime anybody says something against the mainstream narrative regarding the Kovibi, regarding the origin of regarding the 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 uh, election stuff anytime anybody had any kind of comment about those things that didn't line up with the mainstream narrative or what the government says that you should be saying or thinking about it you got canceled you got your you got your youtube channel deleted you were called a crazy maga trump supporting conspiracy theorist When we talked about the jab effects or whatever, if you said anything about those things, good or bad, you were labeled as a conspiracy theorist and deplatformed for it. Now, even after all this time, now you see that the narrative now on the mainstream media, they are all now pivoting and reversing course and talking about the same things that the crazy MAGA conspiracy theorists were saying a year and a half ago two years ago about all these topics, but you were labeled as misinformation and disinformation. So what was considered conspiracy theory back then has now been proven to be true now, but there's no retraction of these statements. There's no giving your channel back. You don't get your channel back when you got D platform back. You don't get your Twitter account back. You don't get an apology. You don't get any kind of money settlement. But you can defame 
people that or have a difference of opinion from the public narrative with no problem, no consequence. And this is the problem. We're supposed to be able to discuss these things in a public forum and public setting like on Twitter and Facebook. That's why this whole thing is intellectually dishonest. And you got these cradled kids on the left and people that don't want to even engage in a conversation. Started my wife last night about this. It's like, why can't we have discourse? Why can't we have a conversation with each other? I'm not afraid to talk to any leftist. I'm not afraid to talk to anybody on the other side of the aisle. I want information. I want to learn something. Maybe I'm wrong on a, on a, on a particular point of view of something or, 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 or some topic. Maybe I'm incorrect. So let's, so let's have a conversation about it, but they're not even allowing you to have a conversation about it. You can't even have an opinion that sways or swings the other way against the mainstream media narrative or that proliferates, <laughs> you know, uh, distrust in the government institution. That is ridiculous. So be careful out there, you know, if you're doing stuff. And then I'm even talking to myself here, man. Do I got to shut down Pro 17? Never happening. But I'm just saying, if if this is what they're going to be rolling with now to try to control our voices, uh, we must not comply. And they're not even talking about the other stuff, the medical stuff, but now in regards to the free speech and the First Amendment. Because that's what this this country was founded on. And you journalists and Joe Rogan especially need to get on board with the Freedom March here. They sneakily put stuff like that out because they have to post it publicly, that bulletin. But again, you don't see it on the mainstream media. But that's scary. So stand up for your rights, people. First Amendment crowd. Uh, next thing I want to talk about here was a story that I came across on The Blaze. And uh, they were talking about more eighth grade sexual indoctrination in the middle school. So we recently talked about the pedophilia situation with Professor Kirshner or whatever. And I don't even know what's going on with that if he's been fired yet. And I haven't really followed up on that yet because honestly, that whole topic disgusts me. We've talked about the MAPS situation over there. We've talked about other transgender indoctrination of our kids on Nickelodeon. We've covered all these things on Blue's Clues, what have you. But now there's something in the news about how they're making it even more and more blatant. And again, I'm going to say it every show when I talk about education or kids or pedophilia, I'm going to say get your kids out of public school. Because at the end of the day, it's your responsibility, parents. We try to blame these teachers that are teaching the stuff in the schools you know, hey, man, don't be doing that. Don't be doing that. And okay, and, I, and, and it's like, yeah, they shouldn't be doing that. But at the end of the day, who's really responsible for your children? They're not, and they don't care. You know, they're trying to groom you, groom these kids up to get their minds more open and accepting to these disgusting tactics, the sexual stuff. You shouldn't be learning about sex at all in, in elementary school or junior high school. These are things that are reserved for parents. You're supposed to leave it to us to talk to our kids about the birds and bees or not or whatever. And especially not talking about what's normal in the regard of, of sexual things. That definitely should be to, to, to left to the parents. 
You know, even the, I mean, I guess, you know, the reproductive stuff and how babies are made and, and things like that, like, like the life cycles, I, like I'm even doing at homeschool with my kids, but we're not talking about the actual sex acts that they're doing in the public schools. So you got to get your kids out of school, man, because this is, this is scary. So I want to play, I want to show this article right here. from um the blaze so eighth grade sex ed handout ask students to pick pizza toppings for sexual likes and dislikes for example olives meant giving oral And then the official said that it was posted by mistake. Okay, give give me a break, man. How do you make a mistake and mix up the slide with the assignment where putting olives on your pizza meaning means getting a blowjob and you somehow mistake that with what exactly? What other piece of homework that you had lined up in the same file folder and you and you loaded it up long, you uploaded it on a PDF? And sent it out, and you didn't catch that somehow? Even if I was to give you the benefit of the doubt, which I'm not going to do in this case because that's a bunch of bullcrap. In what context were you even going to use this particular piece of homework that you mistakenly upload? Why is that even in the folder? For for what exactly? For for your homeschool that you're going to do on your own personal kid? Which is even more disgusting, but, but reconcile that. Why do you even have this kind of homework assignment in your file in the computer? This is for eighth graders. This is middle school. All right. This is what? What's it? What's eighth grade? 13 years old? 14? 14 years old? <laughs> so let's read a little bit of this. People are disgusting. Eighth grade students in Connecticut, again, high blue state, shouldn't be surprised, right? We're given a sex ed assignment asking them to pick pizza toppings describing their sexual likes and dislikes. For example, olives stood for, quote, giving oral. (laughs) Which said parents from Enfield Public Schools reached out uh, to it about the issues. The district officials said the assignment was posted by mistake. So details are, now that you know this metaphor for sex, let's explore your preferences. Draw and color your favorite type of pizza. The assignment, which included an image of an empty pizza dough round, instructed students, quote, what's your favorite style of pizza? Your favorite toppings? What are your pizza no-nos? Now mirror these preferences in relation to sex. This world is going to hell. This country is, is just a cesspool right now. <laughs> even if you made a mistake and put the put this up by mistake, why did you even create this? What for what use is this? document for 
I don't I don't get it. So we're going to look at the actual document because I have it here. We're going to look at this together. All right. Um, let me get this off. Actually, let me read a little bit here real quick. Superintendent Dresick told the crowd at the, at the, at the meeting regarding this ridiculousness that the assignment was posted by accident. And the simple truth, it was a mistake. No, I don't want to, I don't even want to talk about that. Making, making an excuse, lying. But let's look at the actual document here and you tell me if this is a mistake. All right. So here we go. Here's the actual PDF. Okay. If anybody's interested in teaching this to your kids. Kidding. Of course. Pizza and consent. Consent is enthusiastic, fluid, respectful, and required. Look on the right there. What What's pizza got to do with this? Look at the first line. We can use pizza as a metaphor for sex. Okay? And this is intentional. These pedophile, idiot, satanic demons understand that kids love pizza, right? What kid doesn't love pizza? You notice they didn't do this with, like, broccoli or vegetables, right? They could have easily done that if you were trying to discourage kids from, from, from sexual things like this, sexual indoctrination. They could have done broccoli, cauliflower, carrots, spinach, things that kids don't like. Because you were trying to uh, disassociate, you know, sexual deviancy with children and, and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But they didn't do that, did they? No, they didn't. Because they want to get to your kids. You see, this isn't complicated. They associate pizza because they know kids love pizza. And hey, kids love pizza. They're going to love sex. And that's touching them sexually. So let's get them groomed to learn about sex by comparing it to pizza. Yeah. Oh, but it was a mistake that we uploaded this on accident. <laughs> it's a mistake. Sorry, guys. We didn't, mean to, we didn't mean to put this up. When you order a pizza with your friends, everyone checks in about each other's preferences, right? Some people might be vegan, some might be gluten-free, others might love pineapple, and others prefer pepperoni. Some might not like a pizza at all. If you're a vegetarian but your friend is a meat lover, and I don't know if that's supposed to be a pun or not, sharing a pizza is going to bring up a lot of issues. You don't know who you can share a pizza with unless you ask. The same goes with sex. You have to check in with your partner and ask for their preferences. <laughs> your partner might be comfortable with one sexual activity, but not another. Maybe your partner only wants to be touched in a certain way. And maybe your partner prefer to use a certain language. Or maybe they don't like or want sex at all. You'll never know. If your one's desires or boundaries are compatible with your other with others, unless you ask. 
So again, man, this is this is grooming. This is uh, what leads to pedophilia. This is the normalization of it. These sickles bunch of kids. So start a conversation. It's the only way sex and pizza can be comfortable and enjoyable for everyone. So let's go down here. Personal pizza. And you see it's empty there. So this was created for children because they leave an empty pizza crust so that you can put your code words in for your sexual acts based on the pizza toppings. So now that you know this metaphor for sex, let's explore your preferences. Draw and color your favorite type of pizza. What's your favorite style of pizza? What's your favorite toppings? What are your pizza no-nos? Now mirror these preferences in relationship to sex. Here are some examples, like cheese equals kissing, or dislikes like olives equals giving oral. Obviously, you might not be able to list all of your wants, desires, and boundaries, but hopefully you'll start feeling more comfortable about discussing them. For those of y'all that don't like pizza or sex at all, feel free to draw out another food favorite or include non-sexual activities. So, so what is the purpose of this, and why did they create this? Again, it's, it's for grooming. It's for grooming, pedophilia. They're trying to normalize sex to your children, make it seem like it's an okay, that you can talk to, to them about it, whatever. And it's okay to talk about giving head and oral, you know? So take your kids out of public school, because this is, this is what's going on in public schools, especially in blue states. Oh, that's just a one-off, Ron. That doesn't happen all the time. Oh, really? Let's bring up the next one here. Okay. And there was other ones that I had like months ago talking about this as well. But for the sake of time, I'm not going to do it. Just go on the line and look for stuff. All I do is go online, look for stuff, type in keywords, stuff pops right up for you. Don't even try to hide it anymore. So here we go. Bunker Hero Middle School. New Jersey. What color state is that again? Boys and girls? Blue. Democrat leftist. Okay? Just so you know. They re assignment requires students to write about sex, sexuality, and masturbation. Yeah. It's not coming from you, parents. They're doing it at the school. Eighth graders, middle schoolers. Um... I don't want to go through this whole thing here because there's a lot of text here. But again, there's certain questions. Am I normal? Whatever, what have you. Again, talking about sex and your hormones changing, which is actually a real thing. But again, this is not appropriate to be talking about this in school. Uh, the first one here are questions that you could probably ask or think about is that I'm an eighth grade girl and I still look like a sixth grader. And I have not begun growing breasts and I still have a figure similar to my seventh seven-year-old brother am i normal honest question again you should be talking about that with your friends and maybe with your parents but look at the second question i often daydream in class and feel myself becoming aroused i try to stop the thoughts but is it but it's hard to control them am i normal number three it gets worse my friends don't talk about it and i wonder if i'm the only one who masturbates I sometimes feel ashamed and feel guilty when I do it. Am I normal? Next question. 
this is the first time in my life that I feel physically and sexually attracted to someone. At times, the feelings are intense. Most of the time, I fantasize about girls, but sometimes I find myself thinking about boys. Am I normal? Next question. I'm embarrassed to ask, but is it normal to ejaculate while I'm sleeping? Next question. Are are uh, all the other eighth grade boys are beginning to get a little face hair? Here? I am not. The hair on my face and my armpits on my body and on my genitals is growing fast. Faster than my classmates. Is this embarrassing? Now, you could have easily taken out two or three of those questions and it would have probably been perfectly acceptable. You know, to, to talk about these kind of things and changing and stuff in school. But they don't do that. They slip the stuff in there underneath your nose. You're not talking about anatomy. You're not talking about body parts. You're not talking about the reprodu- uh, reproductive organs and stuff. You're talking about the, the spiritual sexual desires and feelings of people. And that's what makes it deviant. Because these kids don't have the mental capacity to deal with these kind of issues at that age, man. Yeah, they're probably touching themselves or whatever at 13, 14, sure. I'm not denying the reality of that. But again, that's the, the, the school classroom is not the place for it. It's inappropriate. So who's grading these papers? The teacher? Now he's like reading these things and now understanding the sexual feelings and, and comforts and, 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 and discomforts of these children in his classroom? When you've already seen other examples of these teachers that are actual pedophiles that are getting off on this stuff. And now, and now they're giving these assignments. So they know that Becky in seat two aisle three, you know, masturbates five times a day and loves it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is not okay. And the relief that I have that my kid is not in these schools right now is, is, is unexplainable. You know, I, I feel so just relieved that I don't have to deal with this, but it doesn't change the fact that I want to still talk about it and fight against it because this is what evil looks like. This is demonic satanic from the pit of hell type stuff that we're dealing with here, sexualizing our kids. It doesn't belong in school. It doesn't belong on the television. It doesn't belong on Blue's Clues. A Nickelodeon. All right. School was supposed to be rated G. You got to have like a rated R sticker to send your kid to junior high school now. For this class. Are parents getting notes sent home to them that this is on the on the curriculum? No. Because if it was, you wouldn't be talking about, oh, it was a mistake that we put this sexual pizza homework assignment up online. It wasn't a mistake. You're just a sexual predator, deviant, and uh, get your kids out of public school. All right, I'm going to wrap this up real quick just with a couple minutes of uh, talking about this next thing. Um, I want to talk about the... Daily Wire. Shout out to the Daily Wire, man. They're doing a great job, although I'm kind of getting a little bit disturbed after the fact that they put a lot of their stuff up for free, and I have a subscription, so well, that's neither here nor there as far as this topic. But I like what they're doing. I like the I like the mindset behind what they're doing um, as far as their, their business model. They really want to try to set that parallel economy 
in contrast to what's going on in the leftist Hollywood. And uh, they had that movie that what was the name of that movie, babe? The the movie with uh, that we watched, the first movie that they made with the girl in the school with the shooting. Um, gosh, I forget. I forget what it was called. But uh, oh yeah, it was a great movie and uh, conservative type topics, conservative valued movies and things. So it's like basically like there's it's, it's not that things are so conservative in their in their in their movies per se and the writing. It's just that it's not woke. It's not like it's not extreme leftist activism. You know what I mean? It's not pronouns and stuff like that. It's actually real stories that are talking about real issues spiritually. You know what I mean? And the struggles of daily life and stuff like that. These things that people want to see good entertainment, good writing, good characters. And so today they're releasing the, the shut in movie, which I'm really excited to see with the family. We're going to watch that tonight. Um, and I just want to talk about that for a little minute. And uh, I'm not really giving them pub, but I just wanted to, to just talk about how their movies are something that we should be striving for here. And I actually deleted it, so that's good. So I can cut this <laughs> cut this off short. But I just wanted to contrast in regard to how the movies right now in the mainstream are flopping. You know, Matrix flopped. Um, you had the thing that I talked about on Showtime yesterday or the couple of days ago about the, everything's going to be all white propaganda and they're being just getting killed online just for the trailer that they put out so they're they're gonna flop showtime is i'm sure gonna be upset with the money that they made but again who green who greenlit this project who's greenlighting these movie projects uh and then i wanted to talk about real quick adele how she was in the news because she went to the academy award for music in britain or something like that and instead of having male and female best artists they had a gender neutral category now because they don't want to offend males or females so she goes up there and wins the award and says hey i'm glad to be in a woman this for being a woman winning this award is, is awesome so she got all kind of backlash about that because she said that she's transphobic and all this kind of stuff because she accepted the word as a woman it's like if you guys want to do that for yourself and you want to be non-binary and whatever on your award show, that's fine. But like, because I'm saying that I am what you would call a cis person, which is actually just a, a just a person, just a, a woman or a man. If I acknowledge and I say that I'm happy or Adele says that she's happy to win an award because she's a woman. And then now you're getting bashed for that. That's how ridiculous y'all are. You know, and this is why people like the daily wire making these, these, these great conservative movies that are wokeless are, are, are great for us. And that's where I'm going to spend our dollars. And that's what I always say. Hey, don't support these leftist outlets. Don't support these woke movies and don't watch these woke television shows. They'll get the hit eventually, you know, in the ratings and stuff, because you can only be woke so long until these executives and shareholders start seeing their quarterly profits and stuff dipping down. And they're not making money. They'll be like, Hey, you know, then all of a sudden you start to see heads start falling off, you know, chop off the heads of the executives. Hey man, you're responsible for greenlighting this stupid stuff on TV. You're fired. And then, and, and then it'll start trickling down. Oh man. Oh man. Okay. We can't, we, we got a little bit too woke now. We got to, you know, tone it down. And then you'll start to see, you know, stop supporting the money. Start supporting them with your money. Excuse me. So that's about it for the show. Uh, thanks for watching the Cali conservative. And if you're listening online, thanks for checking that out online. Please make sure to give it a thumbs up and share the content with your friends. 
means a lot. It helps a lot with the algorithms. They don't like this kind of content out. And uh, always remember that Pro17.com stands for Pro17, Proverbs 1-7. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Don't be a fool. Don't be a leftist. Don't be a pervert. Don't be a pedophile. Thanks for watching the content, guys. Really appreciate it. Ronnie Bial, God bless.